0: Hi, everybody. Today. Bye, Mommy. It's going to talk about Millard Fillmore. Thank you, Noah, for introducing Millard Fillmore, the 13th president of the United States. Millard Fillmore was the first of our presidents born in the 1800s and the second president born in New York. His experience growing up in New York, as well as serving as an assemblyman and representative of New York, was not insignificant. When the previous president, Zachary Taylor from Virginia, was looking for a running mate in the election of 1848, he was very interested in finding a suitable choice from a northern state so that the pair could appeal to the increasingly fractured North and South voters as Vice President Millard Fillmore played a big role. The most important job of the Vice President at that time was to break a voting tie in the Senate. With the North and South at the breaking point, Henry Clay created a compromise called the Compromise of 1850 to settle the dispute over slavery and satisfy the Northerners who wanted to end slavery and the Southerners who wanted to keep slavery. President Zachary Taylor made it very clear that he would not support the Compromise of 1850. In a shocking move, his vice president, Millard Fillmore, said that he would support the Compromise in an effort to avoid war if a Senate vote resulted in a tie. In the 16 months that Taylor was president, the Compromise of 1850 was blocked, but he passed away in July of 1850. Millard Fillmore was sworn in as president to complete the four-year term of Zachary Taylor. He quickly asked for all of the members of Zachary Taylor's cabinet to step down, and they did. He replaced them with supporters that wanted to pass the Compromise of 1850. With President Fillmore in charge, the Compromise of 1850 passed without much resistance. In order to understand Millard Fillmore's legacy, it is very important to understand the Compromise of 1850 because it was the most important thing that happened in his two and a half years as president. There were lots of great things happening in those years, including railroad expansion into the West, making traveling so much easier, the California gold rush that enticed many people to head west seeking fortune, and a trade agreement with Japan that served both countries very well. Although all those things were very important, the Compromise of 1850 shadowed them all. The Compromise of 1850 had five parts. First, California joined the United States as a free state. Second, Texas had to agree not to try to expand slavery into New Mexico and was given money not to interfere in New Mexico. Third, New Mexican voters would vote to decide whether or not to allow slavery. Fourth, the trading of slaves was no longer permitted in Washington, D.C. And last, and definitely most controversial, was something called the Fugitive Slave Law. What the Fugitive Slave Law did was allow slave owners to recapture runaway slaves, even if those slaves escaped to a free state. It went even further to give slave owners the assistance of federal troops in capturing their slaves. Also, if the slave owner's claim to the slave was in question, the dispute would go to court and the slave would not be permitted to speak on his own behalf in court. Judges were even incentivized with a higher pay for sending the slave back south instead of freeing them. The fugitive slave law was a slap in the face to the northerners. Not only did Millard Fillmore approve this measure, he took great lengths to enforce it completely. It's hard to tell, even 170 years later, if the Compromise of 1850 did more to settle the dispute between North and South or did more to speed the nation towards civil war. One thing's for sure, Millard Fillmore did enough to upset everyone so much that he couldn't earn a nomination from his own Whig party In the election of 1852, the candidate the Whigs selected got trounced in the election, losing by 210 electoral votes, and a Whig would never serve as president again. In fact, the remaining Whigs that were anti-slavery started their own political party and one that still exists today, the Republican Party. Join Olivia and her dad tomorrow when they get curious about twins. Until next time, stay curious!